Hi, everybody. Welcome back to True Crime Month with two Monicas and a microphone. We're happy to be here. Monica, how are you doing today? It's great. I came back from a three-day retreat with my cousin, and it was fun. We stayed in a farmhouse. Uh, We did think that we were going to get murdered. That's a story for another time, as (laughs) you know. So... (laughs) Once we figured out we were not the targets of a serial killer, we had a lot of fun. We stayed in an old farmhouse and it was very charming and cozy. Well, friends, to continue our true crime month, I thought we could get a little snooty, if you will, and talk about high end heists. And no, we're not talking about sniffing paint or glue or anything like that. We're talking about expensive items that have been stolen. Ooh, so. Kind of like in Oceans 12, where it's the stuff that you can never touch and doesn't even seem like real life. But you're telling me people really do steal high-end items. It's not just James Bond villains? No, it's not just James Bond villains, but James Bond's car was stolen and apparently recently recovered. Whoa. What about the Batmobile? Mm, I didn't look that one up. Gotcha. But I, I had known about James Bond's DB5 from the original James Ooh. Bond being stolen. And apparently someone just spotted it this summer. Wow. That's a yeah. nice car. That's a nice car. After 25 years of being missing. Crazy. So anyway, that's just a little taste of what we have in store. But from Stradivarius to art to Birkins to gems and diamonds, we have a lot to cover. So let's get to it. Monica, you and I agree that true crime doesn't always involve murder and mutilation and the darkest depravities. Sometimes it's a good old-fashioned art heist, and other times it's a home robbery of the rich and famous. Famous pieces like DB5, the car, and the Mona Lisa have been stolen. The Mona Lisa actually was stolen more than once. That's incredible. I didn't dig into it because she was stolen like seven times. I decided to focus on modern thefts. So I'm not focusing on anything before 1970. Okay. That's Um, fair. Yeah. It was just, it's too complicated. And, you know, before actual technology and policing and systems, it was much easier as we agree, including being a serial killer. Oh, to be alive in the (laughs) seventies, all the crimes that you could commit. I wanted to start with the Isabel Stewart Gardner Museum robbery, which occurred in 1990. And I was inspired to include this one because there's an awesome documentary on Netflix. It's called This is a Robbery, the World's Greatest Art Heist. That sounds really cool. Yes, they really dig into it. They talk to some of the police that were involved that day. But the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum had hundreds of millions of dollars in priceless fine art stolen. I'm looking at this photo that you've included and there's empty frames. They didn't take the frames, they cut them out? Yep, they just cut them right out. Whoa. I guess that's probably easier than trying to get the big frame out Then you could drop it on your knee. I'm thinking this logistically, much like the grave robbing of the Victorians. This is a business, you need to preserve it. Right. The way it happened is two men just came in disguised as police. They tied up the guard and they stole 13 pieces, masterpieces, not just pieces of art, valued at over $500 million. Just want to know who they're selling these to. Possibly no one. Oh, they're just hanging out with them? Possibly. Or maybe they had people lined up already 
Yeah, I think that there's a whole ring of trillionaires that we don't know about. We can save that for, you know, our conspiracy series. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they just have everybody do their bidding. Of the pieces that were stolen, the Rembrandt, which was the Sea of Galilee, is one of the most famous and most prized, and it's never been recovered. Ooh, I think they had people lined up ahead of time. I think so too. But then I also like to think about that they have these auctions and they're in the basement of some Transylvanian castle and then you have to be invited and wear a gold watch. I mean, I don't know. I right. feel like in that a secret sounds, password. In a secret password. Sounds it sounds like that's how if these things are being sold, I hope they've gone to this level. Well, so I think you're onto something because the authorities are still amazed by the fact that some of the more high end, high value items were left untouched. Yeah, so there must be something to it mm-hmm. that... Like they had a list. Uh, exactly. And so this crime is still unsolved. Have they recovered any of them? No. Wow. Wow. No. It's amazing. Here we are. It's been 30 years. Yeah. And people, the, the authorities and, and the museum would like to focus on just recovering the art and not really prosecuting because mm-hmm. apparently the statute of limitations expired. Wouldn't that be funny if they just, here you go. Right. <laughs> We've had our fun with them. Well, let's talk about another artist. He's one of my personal favorites. I have two fakes <laughs> hanging in my house. Van Gogh. Oh, it's a fake. It's not real. No, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love how I thought you were serious. Yes, they're just impersonations, if you will. 20 paintings were stolen from the Van Gogh Museum in 1991. Oh, so the 90s were the big year for all these heists. But all the paintings were recovered 30 minutes after the robbery in an abandoned car. Oh, that's kind of lame. I know. <laughs> the stupid thieves damaged some of them. Well, that's what I was saying. That could definitely happen if you do not do it right. And then you have damaged product. So maybe they decided to abandon all of it because they damaged some of them and didn't think they could get money for them. So now let's talk about a thief, an art thief, who was finally captured in 2001. This man, Stefan Britweiser, he was roaming around a museum in Switzerland and a nearby guard recognized the man from a previous theft and he was arrested. Well, that didn't last very long. What else had he stolen? Do you know? He eventually confessed to more than 250 art thefts across Europe between 1995 and 2001. He sounds like, to bring it back to a movie that I love and have already mentioned, The Ocean's Eleven. I believe in Ocean's Twelve, they were going up against an art thief. This sounds very much like that guy. I wondered if they didn't get some inspiration. And get this, Britweiser didn't steal for profit, even though at one point he had (laughs) amassed over $1.4 billion in stolen art. He stole because he loved art. Or he loved the thrill. Maybe, or both. I mean, you could also buy art. And this is the worst part. He hid most of the art in his home, in his family home. Mm -hmm. And his mother destroyed or disposed of hundreds of paintings and drawings when she learned of his arrests because she didn't want him to get in trouble. What a great enabling mother. Right? Awesome. But she didn't get rid of them all. It's kind of funny. In 1994, The Scream, not the movie, Monica. Um. Oh, well, I feel like someone may have stolen my DVD because I couldn't find it the other day. But this is different. Got ya. Oh, you mean much like my Dixie Chicks CD? Mm-hmm. Yeah, your Dixie's. 
That's pretty funny. Yes, everyone, as I went on my trip this last weekend, I pulled out my old CD collection from high school and college, and right there was Monica's Dixie Chicks CD with her initials on it. So I had to tell her I was busted, and if she was looking for it, and I've had it for decades. That's too funny. I hope you enjoyed it. I did. The Scream was stolen in 1994 from the National Gallery in Oslo, Norway, and they left a note thanking the museum. <laughs> For poor security. What a yes. little braggart brat. Right? Wow. They held it for ransom, but the authorities never gave in. So three months later, the authorities put a sting together and the painting was recovered undamaged. Can you imagine being that brazen, but then not getting your money? There's a sting operation. It says that it was recovered. Were they punished? You know, the article that I read didn't say anything about punishment. It just focused on the next time that the scream was stolen in 2004. <laughs> I think that actually, honestly, clearly the scream photo or excuse me, the scream painting clearly inspired people to steal it. I mean, you say 1994, 2004. I feel like the movie really made the painting popular. I mean, clearly I'm right with that, right? Mm -hmm. The movie yes. definitely inspired more people. But this time, instead of poor security, there were masked gunmen who entered the museum in broad daylight. Seems to be the thing with these people. I, I need more of these in the middle of the night and lasers. I hope we're getting some of those stories later. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Oh. But in 2006, the men who committed this robbery were eventually put on trial and convicted, but the painting was still missing. It wasn't recovered until later after the trial, uh, but the police didn't talk about how it was recovered. Because they recovered it from one of those trillionaire auctions, and that's why. You gotta keep some things under wraps, some things people never need to know. I totally, totally agree. Here's another Van Gogh that was stolen, his poppy flowers. So popular, Van Gogh. He was stolen from Cairo in August of 2010, so we're getting closer to the current day. It still wow. hasn't been found. So how did this happen? Was this another broad daylight? I don't know. It just says it was stolen. Wow. I know. The, the article didn't really go into a lot of details. I'm sorry. <laughs> just so you know, you're able to go outside the article here. <laughs> and get some details. Oh my God. Okay, once again, <laughs> I fail at show prep. Ugh. I can tell Van Gogh is very, very popular, but like with the Mona Lisa, was any of his stuff, was this Poppy Flowers? Is it just a one-time thing or has this been another one of those where it has been stolen several times? It was actually stolen for the first time in 1977, but it was recovered 10 years later. Guess how much it's worth? One mil. It's estimated between 50 and $55 million. How do they say that art has a value if a museum is going to retain it? It's, that's very confusing to me. Well, so a lot of these paintings, you could actually buy it and then you would loan it to the museum to showcase. Uh, I see. And you could have your little name. On loan it. from. Right. So if anyone out there has any information, there is currently a $175,000 reward being offered by an Egyptian billionaire. Wow. I know. So I'm about to do some yeah, cyber I feel like, sleuthing. Yeah, I feel like I picked up my next uh, side hustle. Right? Not the thieving, but the recovery. Absolutely. But I don't okay. know if I recovered it and I know it's worth 55 million. I don't know. It's a little tempting. Little tempting. There's one final art heist where it occurred in 2012, and these paintings were stolen from the museum in Rotterdam, including one by another favorite artist of mine, Monet. Oh. 
so and a Picasso. I don't feel like there's any of these type of heists in the United States. I wonder why. Is that because we don't house very much art? Well, the, the first one I talked about, the Isabella Gardner Museum. That's oh, is that here? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I missed that detail earlier. I don't know. Maybe maybe Europe just has poor security, <laughs> like the note said. I don't know. Maybe they're just very obsessed with this art. Maybe more so. Maybe it's a cultural thing. Possibly. This one, there were two works by Monet stolen, one by Picasso. All in all, there were seven paintings. An alarm did go off, but the thieves escaped before security arrived. So that's a failure. I still feel like this is all poor security measures by far. All of this sounds very much like they hired the Keystone cops to do their security. Possibly. I mean, we really don't know, but at least they had an alarm in 2012 for crying out loud. (laughs) The paintings were never recovered, even though the thieves were caught. And supposedly one of the suspect's mother claimed she burned the paintings. So she could burn the evidence against her son. Well, I would think she would get in trouble for that. I mean, if they could prove it. True. But the fact that they have gotten the bad guys, but not the art just tells me there's clearly a black market out there Mm -hmm. for sure. Okay. So we're done with art. Let's move on to one of my favorite things, jewelry. Oh yeah. Who doesn't like some nice diamonds? I know I do. Murph the Surf. So I learned about Murph the Surf from a great podcast called The Sneak. And there's way more to Murph the Surf than just jewelry theft or gem theft. He was accused of murdering someone. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, he kind of runs the gamut, but we're not going to focus on his alleged murder. Okay. We're going to focus on how he and a couple friends pulled off the most famous and stupid jewel heist in American history. I'm interested to hear this one, mainly because you said stupid. Right, that's the best part, I think. They hatched a plan together to break into the Gems and Minerals Hall in New York's American Museum of Natural History. And who is this? You said they. So Murph the Turf. Murph the Surf and two of his (laughs) surfing buddies. So there were three of them all together. This happened in 1964. So I did go just a little before 1970. Uh, But no, they started checking out the museum and they noticed that there was a window open on the second floor. They just climbed the building, went through the window, and they stole the majority of the J.P. Morgan jewel collection. Just through an open window. Just through an open window. In the I middle mean, of had, the day? Uh, no, they waited They waited for nighttime. It's interesting because they knew enough to know that the gems would be encased in glass. And so they would wait until the guards did their round and then they'd break the glass. They'd sweep up the glass mm, so that the smart. next time the guard walked by, the guard wouldn't notice any glass on the ground. Smart. So far, so good. They're smart so far. Right. So let's talk about what they actually stole. Because, you know, to say J.P. Morgan Jewel Collection, I'm like, what? what's included in that? Yeah, I have no idea. Some pearl earrings? No. Massive pearl earrings. No, just kidding. But <laughs> massive gems, including a sunshine-colored eagle diamond. Ooh. I know. Doesn't that sound beautiful? Another was a deep purple-violet midnight star sapphire. And that it's sounds... A hun- Gorgeous. Doesn't it though? And there are pictures if you scroll down. That midnight star sapphire was 116.75 carats. Um, no offense to these, but 
they look like nothing that I, these are uncut. No, they're totally cut. The star sapphires, that's the way they look. <laughs> See the star in the right. center? <laughs> yeah, well, no offense, but I wouldn't steal that. Gotcha. I mean, I do feel like it would make for a great origin story to a superhero to steal this and like then they had to have it infused in their body. These things are just, they're just not that big of a deal to me. <laughs> okay, so I won't be getting you the 100 carat DeLong Ruby for Christmas. Got it. Yeah, just, yeah, go ahead and mark that off the list in case you had it on there. Okay. The press dubbed it Jewel Heist of the Century. It was not a violent crime. It was a brilliant, coordinated theft. Yeah, I w- I couldn't imagine that there would be any bigger thing than that. It's an entire collection. And while I am, you know, making jokes and these are not things that excite me, they are rare and they are very valuable. Is this a picture of the building that they went to the second floor of? Yes. It looks like an old reformatory, possibly. Very interesting. They would have had to have climbed that with... I'm wondering how they got up there and then got out. Do you think they climbed? Well, they climbed the window. Yeah, they, they climbed. Wow. I can't believe there hasn't been a movie made about this. It's in, in the works. A movie uh-huh. about Murphy's life. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. One of the largest gems they stole was, is called the Star of India. I was Five, looking at that. That's yeah. pretty remarkable. 563 carats. And it's about the size of a golf ball. Wow. Well, I think this stuff would be easy to steal because you could just put it in your pocket. I mean, it'd be yeah. very trans, you know, easy to transport. Maybe not easy right. to access, but once you have it, it would be so easy. You could put it in a bag. You could put it in a pocket. Right. Uh, you could put it on a carrier pigeon. Many, many options. How did they get caught and how did this turn into a stupid plan? Yeah, yeah. They threw a lot of parties. Gotcha. So the whole arrogance thing, that yeah. gets people a lot. And they were bragging about it. And in the podcast, I learned that they actually just put all the gems into a backpack and they went to a bar and celebrated with all the gems right after. Yeah, because why not? Who would even know? Because they would think it was a marble. But because their parties were so big and they had been bragging, a a bellhop apparently turned them in. Within a couple days, they were locked up. The stolen jewels were found hidden in a Miami bus station. And it was missing a few items that they had already sold. Okay. That's how they had the money to party. Yes, exactly. Gotcha. They were convicted and Murph the Surf went to jail. But we know there's more to the story than that. I'm sure that we'll need to watch that movie whenever it comes out. Yeah, watch the movie or listen to The Sneak. I want to say it's season two. Really good podcast. Very well done. Far more details than I have for this Nothing Serious Seriously podcast. Are you looking for a hair pick-me-up? then you need Glaze Super Gloss. Your hair will be glossy, soft, and vibrant. You can choose from 10 color matching shades or just go for the sheer glow, which is gentle enough to use in place of your conditioner. In only 10 minutes, you'll have the best hair of your life. There's no sulfates or parabens in any of Glaze products, and you can recycle your last bottle when you're ready for a new one. Hit pause right now and go to glazehair.co and use promo code MONICA15 
to get 15% off the best hair of your life. That's glazehair.co and promo code Monica15. So Monica, what do you see the picture next under the, the caption, the dress fake? Yes, that is a gorgeous dress. Yes, isn't it? The actress is Lupita Nyong'o, presented at the Oscars several years ago. Yeah, it looks like uh, it's a Calvin Klein dress and it's made entirely of pearls. Is that true? I mean, it looks like it is. Well, that's what they told her. Calvin Klein told her that... The dress was made with 6,000 genuine pearls and would literally be quite priceless. Definitely. Can you imagine sitting on priceless pearls? I wonder if she even did sit that whole night. Apparently you can YouTube it because it was really awkward. (laughs) (laughs) It's gorgeous. I mean, it is perfect for her. She looks amazing. Mm Mm-hmm. So while she was on stage, she called the dress a timeless and priceless piece of art. I can see that. I mm-hmm. can. Be careful what you brag about, as we learned from Murph the Surf, because it was eventually stolen from her hotel room. You know, that makes me think of something which is not quite the same as a heist of high-end items like we're talking about. But whenever we do the 50-50 raffle and then we say, so-and-so won $500, mm-hmm. I always think you have have just announced who has $500 cash in their pocket. So you have to be careful. Don't flash your cash. Right, exactly. Well, once the dress was stolen, the thieves decided, the thieves decided that they were going to sell the pearls. Obviously, why wouldn't you? I would. Absolutely. I wouldn't sell the dress. You're going to get caught that way. Well, LA has a wonderful jewelry district and they were turned away saying that the pearls were worthless. Basically oh, all fakes. <laughs> oh no. I bet Calvin Klein did not think this one through. Wow. Ew, Calvin Klein, that's gross. What you just straight up lied. Right. It's what they call a good fake. Definitely good fake. Did anyone was there any uproar over Calvin Klein? Oh, probably not. People still wear it. No, no, no uproar. Uh the dress was returned and that's that. Okay, Monica, any questions about classic works of art or gems? that I can answer for you or just say, no, I don't know. Those are probably two areas. Shockingly, I don't have any questions. It's just not something that has really ever interested me, which is funny. I think we discussed this before, although it was on an episode we haven't released when we talked about jewels. I went and I got to see the Hope Diamond. It is in the Smithsonian. That was not anywhere near as cool as what preceded that, which was like being in a cave and seeing all the geodes that to me is just so absolutely stunning i understand they're not as rare right as the hope diamond but i guess i like my stuff a little bit more earthy and um i can appreciate that people appreciate art i think that I would hope people could appreciate that. I appreciate CW shows, right? So we all have the things that we really cling to. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Absolutely. We will move on and talk about some celebrity heists. This sounds fun. Yes. So I don't know if you remember that last year during quarantine, Lady Gaga's dogs were stolen from her dog walker at gunpoint. I do remember this because there was way more concern about those dogs than the dog walker, which uh, didn't sit right with me. I agree. I mean, there's way more concern about those dogs than children who are kidnapped. Yes. Anyway, the dogs were eventually returned because the thief found out that they were Lady Gaga's dogs. 
Oh, really? Yes. That's how that happened. Mm -hmm. So they were a Lady Gaga fan or they were just afraid they were going to get busted. Did they go to jail or serve any time? Five people were arrested and charged in shooting Lady Gaga's dog walker because he was shot. Five people were in on this? Five people. Three suspects have been charged with attempted murder and two as accessories after the initial crime. Okay, so I would like to step up on my soapbox right now. Mm-hmm. and say dogs probably cost too much money in this day and age if we are shooting human beings over them so that we can sell them for profit one thing that's really interesting to me about dogs is that they die so you're buying this thing and sure you love it and everything but they don't have a long shelf life and they're <laughs> becoming so increasingly unpopular that people are doing crimes to steal them I saw a flyer, not in my area, but in an area over where some of my family lives. And it was like, you need to keep your dogs on a leash and you need to not let them in your backyard because there's been so many dogs stolen. Wow. Well, we've already learned about thousands and thousands of dollars in puppies that have been stolen. Absolutely. So I just, I think it's getting a little ridiculous. We can go ahead and just go back to mutts and they're free. And then we've solved one crime. Look at us. We're problem solvers. Problem solvers for sure. Well, we move from dog heists, dog napping at gunpoint to armed robbery. That sounds frightening. Here's a little backstory. When I first heard this, I was sure it was all a stunt for publicity. Okay, tell me why you think that. Okay, I'm talking about the Kardashian jewelry robbery from Paris in 2016. Tell me why you think that it is a stunt. Well, I thought it was a stunt at the time. Oh, at at the the time. time. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. I could see how you would think that. Definitely. I was like, come on. They staged this whole thing for publicity. And, you know, it was during Paris Fashion Week. Now that I've learned a little bit more, well, I know now that it wasn't a stunt and she was actually tied up, put into the bathtub and held at gunpoint while they stole her jewelry. That is frightening. That is awful. I don't care who she is or if she's annoying or no, that is an awful thing to have to endure. Yes, I totally agree. And I think part of the reason I thought it was a stunt is because when she finally came out and talked about it, she seemed so unfazed. That is just how some people deal with stress, which is bizarre. They stole $10 million worth of jewelry. We were talking about, you know, be careful what you brag about. Apparently the thieves got the, the thieves got the idea because they saw her flashing all her bling on Instagram. That's just frightening. My dad used to be such a weirdo. Used to be. Well, he's a weirdo just like me his entire life. But we still joke about when we would go out to the car So we'd say, hey, dad, can you give me a five? Hey, dad, I need $20, you know, Mm -hmm. yelling back to him to -hmm. to bring us some cash. And then he'd always say, shh, the robbers might hear you. And he was legit. And I would just always laugh about that because I was like, dad, like robbers are not like living in the bushes outside of our house, listening to see (laughs) if you give me $20. Like now granted, we did have people steal stuff off of our property all the time. It was really bad, but they were not waiting around for him to send me a $20 bill. So even to this day, my kids and I, if we're ever asking each other for cash back or anything to do with money, shh, robbers. (laughs) 
don't flash your cash. I definitely taught that by my dad. So in 2017, 17 people ranging in age from 23 to 72 were arrested. 23 to 72? Yep. Again, why are so many people in on this? If you're going to do something, that's a lot but, of Okay, people. but then you think of Ocean's Eleven. Come on, there were 11 of them. You got to have a different person playing every part. I guess that's true. That's true. Uh, but the 72-year-old was the mastermind, and he is now writing a book. He has talked about, oh, excuse me, the 39-year-old. There was a 39-year-old, and he was the, apparently the mastermind behind the heist. I don't know. This does sound a little bit like Ocean's 12. It does, doesn't it? Was there this also this really hot guy that had a tattoo? Oh, I'm oh, sorry. sorry. I'm just thinking about that a little bit there. No, no, no. Sorry. Let me start over. Apparently, a 64-year-old was the mastermind. <laughs> sorry! Like, I almost feel you shouldn't cut all this out. Okay. <laughs> like, a 72-year-old. No, 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 no. No, a 39-year-old. No, 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 no. A 64-year-old. No, I'm just me. kidding. Just start over. That's okay. freaking hilarious. So, Monica, with all 17 people being involved in one way or another, I wondered who the mastermind was. And apparently, a man named Omar was the alleged mastermind. And he said she was an easy target. Oh, so easy. He needed to get 16 other people in on it. That's not mm -hmm. even a million dollars a person if they were able to sell it. Right. I'm so and get this. He was, he's 64. He's probably, he's 70 now. Crazy. Yeah. Old people do bad things too. Yes. Apparently he could not find a buyer for the 20 carat diamond ring because hi, dead giveaway, right? Absolutely. Like, you're going to know. <laughs> She's that's famous. what I'm saying. You might get $10 million off of everything. That's if you can find the right buyers. This is just, they did not think this through. I'm very disappointed in all 17 people, 17 people. That's, mm -hmm. that's even more than Ocean's 12. True. In case you don't know math, 17 bigger than 12. <laughs> right. 23, not 72. 72. <laughs> wait, not, no. <laughs> Monica math, Monica math. Right. So one of the thieves is writing a book a tell-all book about the robbery. Okay, so what's really interesting about that is I thought that we had a federal law on the books that you cannot profit from your crimes, so you can't make books or movies. Right, it's but very interesting. prosecuted oh. in- Oh, in your yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, they don't have those laws. They're like, hey, profit all you want off of the pain and misery you caused. So he says he's writing the book because after reading way too many stupidities, base accusations, vile lies, or rough oh, guesses. <laughs> he's got to set the record straight. Our take on it. And they were caught because of new DNA matching techniques. Oh, really? Yeah. DNA. Wow. I know. I just thought maybe they bragged. <laughs> No, but I did read in one of the articles that the diamond ring was given to one of the girlfriends because they knew they couldn't sell it. Oh my gosh. If you could see me rolling my eyes. <laughs> I'm I like, just, I, I wouldn't mind. I just that can't girlfriend. right now. You could never wear it out of the house. I would also mind I would being never that girlfriend that. <laughs> because I have an idiot boyfriend who went along with 16 other people on this <laughs> dumb heist. They haven't recovered any of the jewelry though, unfortunately. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. What a tragedy. It is a tragedy. All right. So this next one is close to my heart because, you know, I was and probably still am a Real Housewives fan. 
Yes. And my heart broke when one of my favorite Beverly Hills housewives, Kyle Richards, announced that her new home, which I watched her tour and move into and decorate, was robbed. Oh, just home invasions are awful. It's just such a violation of not like just your privacy, but kind of you as a person just overall violating. Well, they were on vacation in Aspen. So they weren't there. However, they hadn't been living in the home very long and they stole priceless heirlooms handed down from her mother. They stole her collection, collection of Birkin bags. They stole all of her jewelry. Oh. Um, so, and her mom was a big Birkin collector. So they stole all of those. So it's a combination of sentiment as well as intrinsic yeah. value. Do you think that they knew she had those things because of anything she had shown on The Real Housewives? I mean, were they like, oh, we know that she has these? Absolutely. Okay. She, she okay. said she's very, she's more cautious now because um, she knows that flaunting it on TV is one of the reasons that she was a target. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. Mm -hmm. I see on here, she said that even her children's baby bracelets were stolen. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that some of the stuff, I mean, it was very valuable, but had been passed on from her mother. Right. Who so they later discovered that there was a faulty panel in their alarm system, which makes me wonder. Was it an inside job? I know, I was just thinking there was a faulty panel. Sure. Right. Wink. 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 There we go. That's what I have for celebrity heists, but I have a couple other little tidbits which you might find interesting. The most expensive car stolen. Get this, a classic Ferrari worth millions was stolen on a test drive. Oh, we had, I mean, because it's the same, all these stories I share from the rural Midwest town I live in, everyone. Exactly like all these high-end heists. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we had some people come down from the city, true story, and take one of the Dodge cars out. I don't know. They're very high end. They go very fast. And they held the guy at gunpoint and said, we're taking this on a test drive. And then they took it and they were trying to drive it back up to the city, the city being where you grow up, Detroit. Mm. And they actually, I mean, they were going down our back roads over a hundred miles per hour. I think that they were in the Hellcats and they ended up having a wreck. So, and it was one was a woman and the other was a man. Uh, so they wrecked it. She got out of the vehicle, left her partner. She did not care. And then when someone came up to check on her, uh -huh. she stole their car and oh. then she wrecked it. And then when the state trooper and or sheriff, I can't remember, I came to check on her from that wreck, she stole the police vehicle. Holy cow. Right. And then their bond was set at a hundred thousand dollars and someone paid it. Oh. Yeah. So definitely a ring up in mm -hmm. the Detroit area came down here and they had been doing it in a lot of rural places in Ohio. But anyway, they just prosecuted them last week. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. Justice. 
Now, I think that because I'm a car lover, I need you to tell me what is that Ferrari that was stolen? Oh, absolutely. It's a 1985 Ferrari 288 GTO worth approximately 2 million euros. Was it from someone's private collection? Yes, a private a private owner. And the man who stole it expressed interest in buying it, obviously. And then he basically drove off with it. The vehicle, however, is quite flashy. Oh, definitely. I'm looking at pictures of it. Yep. I love Ferraris. I mean, I love cars a lot. Bright red, flashy, and it was eventually found a few days later. Oh, you know what, Monica? I would take a car over jewels, and that's the truth. A flashy car, oh, for sure. This explains why we are different people. Yes. <laughs> I've mentioned the James Bond, iconic James Bond, Aston Martin DB5 worth $25 Ooh, million. Dollars. I love that car. And it was stolen 25 years ago. And apparently as of this summer has reportedly been recovered. Wow. I wonder if it got passed around. That's possible. I don't know, I just like thinking about that. Yeah, it disappeared from a Boca Raton airport hangar in 1997. Ooh. Mm -hmm. The reports, the investigators believe that the vehicle is part of a private collection somewhere in the Middle East. Sorry, I'm looking at pictures okay. of this car. I just, it's really, and really awesome. they have, you know, the, they're also paired nicely with Sean Connery. Right. So it's very, very nice pictures I just discovered of this thing that had been stolen. Here's one that just made me laugh. The world's most expensive vodka that was stolen. Uh, what? I know. I'm like, great. How much could that be worth? Um, apparently $1.3 million. Did they drink it? Did they just take shots of it or did they, they made some like gross margarita with it? No, nope, it was oh. found empty on a construction site. So they just drank it, just legit took shots and had fun with it. Yes. But it was valuable not because of the vodka, but because of the bottle. Oh, okay. Yeah, the bottle was made from gold and silver with a diamond encrusted cap. Oh, but they still found the mm -hmm. bottle. Oh, yeah. okay. That is quite funny that it got drank though. I know, right? <laughs> uh, and then last but not least, Another one, um, I thought of this because I've been listening to classical music with the kids on the way to school because it kind of soothes them, taking notes from my dad because he used to do the same thing with me. Very smart. <laughs> yeah. And a Stradivarius violin was stolen. It was worth 1.2 million pounds in 2010. Wow. Yeah, so apparently they, they stole the violin, which is 300 years old, and two extremely expensive bows. And so obviously this isn't just a work of art because it's a Stradivarius. It's also a musical instrument that produces amazing sound and it has mm -hmm. sentimental value because she's been playing it. She's a South Korean born violinist yep. and she's recently performed with the Philharmonia Orchestra. This is as of 2010. So Monica, that's really all I have today. I did look up some of the craziest things ever stolen, but I think we've given everyone enough to chew on. Definitely. I enjoyed this, even though I may not be really into art or into diamonds. Well, I am into diamonds, but obviously not ones I can't own. Um, <laughs> but it's really interesting. One, the fact that people do this and two, the Keystone Cop style security that seems to surround the art. I just really enjoyed that. <laughs> well, so, you know, after watching, um, what's the movie with Pierce Brosnan? I loved it, where he's the art thief. And oh, Renee I cannot Rousseau. remember. 
Yeah, everyone, you you know which movie I'm talking about. You know, so it looks like there's all this high-tech security, but there isn't. <laughs> yes, that's very disappointing. Really Maybe is. if they would get more in on the lasers, if they would just figure out how Hollywood does that, then they'd have less things stolen. Yeah, same thing with the Oceans franchise, you know? Apparently these diamonds have, you have to drop through the ceiling and you have to, no, you just go in through a window. You just go in through a window, you put on a cop's uniform. There's just, there's so many very easy things that you can do. And, and if you would learn anything from this, it is don't brag. That's right, don't brag. Friends, we do hope you enjoyed this episode. Please leave us a five-star rating and write a review so other people who enjoy the same types of entertainment can find us too. Don't forget to share this with two friends. That's the only way we can grow is if you tell other people. Numerous sources and resources used in the creation of this episode. For full credits, go to twomonicaspodcast.com. Today's underscore was provided by Kevin McLeod at filmmusic.io.